Hi, it's Elaine Hamilton from the Reiki Center. Uh, this video, again, it's on the theme of people-pleasing and the dissolution of this. So over the holidays, um, it was kind of weird, like the whole pattern and this foundational pattern of people-pleasing has been in my system all my life, all my life. I mean, I can't remember a time when I wasn't doing it. And it just kind of disintegrated over the holiday. I don't even know why or what happened or anything. It's been great, but I've really noticed in the fallout of that, I've really noticed how tight it was, the importance of other people's opinion of me. And that has been something that's been dissolving for years. And in certain aspects of my life, I don't care at all. And then other parts, it's really important. And I think whenever we break down a, a deep um, paradigm in our own personality, it is acquaintances and, you know, people in the supermarket. If I, if I go out in my like, joggers and my flip-flops and not flip-flops, my slippers, it's like, I don't care. They're all strangers. And even if they're acquaintances, I still don't care. But when it comes to loved ones, family, uh, it kind of hones down, you know what I mean? So you kind of get a belief system. So it's kind of like people pleasing and then you start chipping away at it. So you start getting better with your clients maybe, or your business colleagues. And then you start building better, um, better boundaries and things like that with friends. And so it kind of comes in and in and in into the inner circle. And then the final letting go is, is usually around loved ones people you care about and people whose opinion uh, you care about. And when the whole thing kind of really dissolved for me, it's not that I don't care about people's opinion of me because I'd still like them to think fondly of me. I'd still, I'd still like them to um, appreciate the qualities that I feel I have. But I've realized very strongly that it's kind of like it it's comes from me. So if I want people to think I'm loving, then I have to be loving. And if I want people to think that I'm kind, I have to be kind. And if I, you know, et cetera. And it seems so obvious, like so obvious. But then when you're busy people pleasing, it's really not. It's really not because for me, it wasn't for years, even though I was talking about this, teaching about this. It's kind of like, it's all about the inside. You just have to focus on yourself. If you, if you want kindness to come to you, you have to be kind. If you want love, you have to be loving, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is just 101 personal growth. You reflect out whatever it is you want. That's personal growth. That's law of attraction. That's whatever. It's very deep wisdom, but it comes from an even deeper wisdom, which is this idea that everything um, everything stems from you. So if you are, uh, if you're thinking, oh, I lack love, and you start to love yourself, like you give yourself everything that you are looking for, then it really does fulfill you. It fills that gap, right? And if you're faking it in the beginning, it, it won't feel like it's 
it it won't feel like it's filling any gap, but it is a practice. So if you're not used to being kind to yourself, then in the beginning, when you start being kind to yourself, all kinds of weird things start to happen. You start to feel guilt, which is really weird, right? Like you feel guilty taking care of yourself rather than someone else. And that's pure projection. So when you're projecting out, like let's say you have this great desire to to have some gentleness or kindness in your life. And so you go out and you're gentle and kind to others in the hope that you'll get that feeling. But it's a it's a mirror effect or it's a reflection effect because then you are um it's conditional. So if I'm kind to someone else, there is absolutely no guarantee whatsoever they'll be kind back. I'm I can't control somebody else's behavior or their day or how they're feeling. Like it's impossible. Yet there is this interaction that happens between all of us, really whereby I'm kind to you in the hope you'll be kind to me. I'm polite to you in the hope that you'll be polite to me. And you can just see that. I mean, there's a lot of jokes in in British culture, the the outrage people feel when they open the door for someone and that person just walks in without saying thank you. That's conditional, right? I open the door for you so you say thank you to me. If you don't say thank you to me, I'm outraged. Now, That is what I'm talking about, this reciprocity that we expect, which is why we do it. We want something, so therefore we do it in the hope that that person will reciprocate, will get it back. Now, um, one of the most most basic principles of personal growth and personal development is whatever you want, you give to yourself. Because then it's guaranteed, right? If you want kindness, be kind to yourself. If you want love, love yourself. Because that is in your control. That is 100% in your control. And so this inward looking that is in every single personal growth toolbox is extremely powerful because it's guaranteed. If you if you are upset because your mother didn't mother you properly, mother yourself. If your father was absent and didn't give you the kind of guidance that you were hoping for, guide yourself. And these kinds of things, uh, if you really put them into place and really start to develop that, what you'll notice is that you become fuller and fuller and fuller of your own self-love. And you in, in relationship to that, you become less and less and less concerned about what other people are doing because you don't need them anymore, frankly. It's like they can do whatever they want because you don't need them to behave in a certain way. And you don't need them to need you in a certain way. So the whole game starts to fall apart. And I think this is kind of what's happened to me when I think about the, the people-pleasing thing is that I am... I've been focusing a lot on um, meeting my own needs, essentially. So I'm extremely self-sufficient now in terms of my own emotional needs. And yeah, I love being around people. I love my social life. I love all that kind of stuff, but I don't need it. Like, you know, it's like whatever, because I can get all the validation and I can get all the love and I can get all the kindness and gentleness and everything like that from myself. And I've got pretty good at it, actually. So highly recommend that. 
But what's also happened is that when I'm in these situations, family situations, situations with loved ones, like legacy people, so people that I've known for a long, 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 long time. So there's a lot of habits. There's a lot of patterns. There's a lot of old me patterns. Before I was taking such good self-care, I was a people pleaser. So I'm out there and I'm trying to get all the validation and love and, and appreciation that I can from other people. So then you start to notice when you stop needing that, you start to notice the patterns. And also when you stop doing it, other people don't necessarily stop doing it back. You know, what what I mean by that is like, they're still in the pattern. Just because you've broken your side of the pattern doesn't mean the other person's going to break their side of the pattern. So there are members of my family who, um, you know, they get frustrated and they get upset and they they flare outwards. And I was the one who would collect it. I would collect it. So first of all, I was like, oh, that's not healthy. I'm not going to do that anymore. And what was amazing was when I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. It was met with surprise, uh, not anger, just surprise. I was like, oh, okay. What was stunning for me was it was just kind of like, oh, okay. No, no biggie. There was just like no, there was no energy behind it. It was like, oh, okay. If you're not going to take my shit, I'll go and give it to someone else. It was like that. It was so impersonal so impersonal. It just shocked me to the core because you realize that this interaction you have, how you allow people to treat you is so impersonal. It's so impersonal. If they can't get what they want from you, they'll just go and get it from someone else. And actually that doesn't necessarily change your relationship with that person that much. You just don't become that person. And that kind of really shocked me in a way because I was like, oh, I can just really be myself. Like I can just, whatever, like I can just do whatever it is I want to do. I can be whoever I want to be. I don't need to think about the other person's needs. I don't have to think about what they need from me. I don't, I mean, oh my God, it just completely cleans up everything. So That was really surprising for me in terms of that ability to just uh, set new boundaries to say, you know what, these are, these are new boundaries. These, this is where I am at the moment. I'm no longer going to play this kind of game because I don't need that thing that I wanted from you before. So I don't have to give you what I was giving you before this interaction and transaction is over. It's done. Now I have to say that I've been doing it quite a lot the last month. So some of those transactions haven't ended in, oh, okay. It's ended in like outrage. I'm so offended. You won't say this. You won't do this, blah, blah, blah. But that's also fine because that kind of conditional, that really conditional interaction where it's like, I will only like you or I will only interact with you if you... um, if you entertain this toxic behavior we have going on. And if you entertain that toxic behavior, you can be my friend or you can be, you know, I'll talk to you. And if you don't entertain that behavior, then I won't talk to you. Now, for me, that's great. 
That's that's perfect because then once you set up those new boundaries in terms of well, actually, I expect to be able to say what I think, and I expect to be able to voice my opinion. I expect to be able to be genuine with my feelings, and if you don't like that, then we don't really have much else to say to each other. You know, it's like. I'm not really into the faking it thing anymore. And so if you don't like it, then I don't need you in my life. And I think that before you really get to that point of being able to be much more self-sufficient in your own emotional maintenance, um, that kind of attitude, I think, would have scared me a couple of years ago, even probably would have scared me because I'm like, oh my God, just say I lose everybody, which in it of itself is a scary thought because that also would be the quality of all my friendships and relationships. So conditional. That's not been true at all. Like at all. Like I'm thinking of one person that I've lost. That's it. Um, Maybe two, but it's not, it's not been a complete devastation because essentially I've got great family and loved ones. You know, I've got a really lovely support group. And so it hasn't gone like that. Once you get to a point whereby you really are meeting your own needs emotionally, uh, you're able to self-soothe, you're able to self-care, you're able to take care of yourself in a way that you want others to take care of you, like you do it then you also get to that point whereby relationships don't are no longer transactional. Um, it's no longer like, okay, what will I give you and what will you give me and how are we going to work this out so we both get our needs met? It's, it's much more friendships that are enjoyable. So it becomes friendships that are nurturing on both ends. It's not one-sided. It's I nurture it. I, I offer you this, but I offer you this without any need for you to reciprocate. And then you offer me something that no longer needs reciprocation either. And then I get a feeling at the end of the conversation, whether I feel that that, that, that interaction was nurturing or not, like, did it, did it enhance my overall well-being? Now, I'm not sitting here ticking every box. It's, it's a feeling. You know, there are certain feelings you have with people where you look forward to the conversation, you enjoy the conversation. At the end of the conversation, you feel more lovely than before. And not always. Sometimes they'll be coming with you with difficult things. But overall, you feel like it's a worthwhile relationship that is on a kind of equal footing and you get something out of your interaction with this person and they get something out of their interaction with you. And then there's a whole bunch of others that feel needy. And I know that for a lot of people who are people pleasers, you probably have a whole bunch of people like this, whereby there's this, there's this odd mixture. As I said in, in my previous video, there's this odd mixture of you feeling kind of weirdly superior about yourself 
like, oh, I've helped this person. I'm such a good person because I helped this person and this person needs me so much, which isn't particularly healthy. It's very egoic. So that's the kind of feel good, but the feel good isn't very genuine. You know, it doesn't feel that good. It doesn't feel particularly loving or warm as a sensation. It's kind of, it's more up here. But the downside, and this is a definite downside, is you feel drained. So it's a relationship that over time, when you feel good about yourself, you've got good energy, you've got capacity, then you can give, 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 give. You feel good about yourself mentally because you've been giving, but energetically in your body, you feel drained or you don't feel particularly safe or you feel on guard or you're watching what they're saying and you're watching what you're saying. And there's there's kind of, there's an alertness there that is not particularly, you can't feel very natural. You can't feel very authentic. That kind of relationship is transactional. You're trying to get something from them. They're trying to get something from you. <laughs> cut them out, cut them out. And I guess the whole point of this video is just to say one of the ways to really start working on cutting them out is not to actually cut them out at source, though. If you're strong enough to do that, brilliant. Highly recommend it. But I would say certainly this is what happened for me is that if you work on yourself, inside job, give yourself everything. So whatever that transaction is, what are you trying to get from this person? Like, what is it you're trying to feel from this person? If it's, if it's to feel, oh, I'm helpful, or if it's to feel I'm needed, or if it's to feel I'm loved, you know, these kind of things you can give to yourself. You don't need someone else to give it to you. Then that self-worth, that self-care, that self-love, um, definitely you can give to yourself. And once you build that, then it's much easier to see these transactional relationships and much easier to start kind of either shifting them, putting boundaries in place, and seeing what happens. Some of them will go off in a huff. Others will respect those boundaries and be willing to, to try and shift your relationship with them. And that's all really natural and that's really fine. And being willing to, to kind of go through the pain, I guess, of losing friendships and friend, family and, and long, long-term relationships uh, because ultimately they were transactional, they weren't healthy, they're not really serving you. They're impersonal. They don't even mean anything. You know, it's just, it's meaningless, really, really meaningless, these kinds of relationships, because they're not built on anything apart from like, I give you this, you give me that. If you don't give me that, I don't give you this. That's not really a relationship, is it? It's not really, it's not really a kindness you do to yourself. So surround yourself with people who really appreciate you for who you are and who are willing to work with you when you when you hit these these program changes you know it's like oh i've realized i'm a people pleaser i'm not doing that anymore by the way i'm not doing that anymore and they go great okay let's let's change let's let's interact differently i'm good with that these are the kinds of people you want to keep in your life and anybody else that goes how dare you how dare you not play the game anymore then those are not people you want to keep in your life because i guarantee you they don't see you as a person. They see you as a transaction. And so they will quite happily go off and find someone else to transact with. So it's not a personal thing. It's not an intimate thing. It's not even a relationship thing. When you're in relationship, you're in relationship. When you're in a transaction, it's very kind of, these are the parameters. This is the transaction. 
then I get this back. Boom, 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 right? That's just my thoughts on that. And uh, maybe it helps you and maybe it doesn't. (laughs) Who knows? Blah, blah, blah. Until next time, take care.